When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Holly is in for Julia today. And we've got all sorts of stuff lined up for Pride activities this month. We have Family Fun Day on the 16th at Como Park. The Pride Festival in Loring Park, July 22nd and 23rd. June. Uh, June. I'm sorry, June 22nd and 23rd. Thank you, Lori. And uh, all the details you need are at tcpride.org. Good. I know I had to explain to somebody. I said, yeah, different cities have Pride. The whole month of June is Pride Month. Different cities do their Pride weekends different weekends. That is correct. Some people might go to, you know... I'm going to San Francisco this year. I'm going to do Pride in Chicago or whatever. They might come to the Twin Cities. That's right. We have a big, huge Pride I am very sad I'm not going to be able to dance on the float at the front of the float. I love dancing on the front of the float. I know you do, and you do a fantastic job. But It's it's Grandma's Marathon weekend that weekend. I'll be up in Duluth. Mm. And we're doing the Father's Day thing that weekend, and... So oh, I blame you, it on the marathon. That you had my, to make some serious choices. Listen, I danced at Grand Old Days with my sling on. I can. How did that work out for you? You should work the triangle, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> work the triangle and the arms. Not, many, not much arm action. Well, you've got one. She's got one. She's got the one. She's pumping. Okay, let's play. I'm delaying the inevitable. Yeah. Playing <laughs> Jeopardy against Holly. You're delaying the inevitable. Yes, we're doing a little pop culture Jeopardy. We do this on Wednesdays. Right around this time. Okay. A lot of these are from the 70s, Holly, so I'm sorry if that's... What does that have to do with anything? Well, because sometimes when I do those, and Holly says, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, but you know what? You can't use that because there's so much history stuff in Jeopardy. I mean, that one doesn't apply that excuse. I can't even believe you'd ever even say that. That's (laughs) like saying you don't know music because you weren't born... Well, people love Mozart, and there hasn't been anyone around since he was around. Got to work all the angles. Yeah, I know. Got to work all the angles. All right, here we go. Here's your first question. (laughs) Vinny... Freddie, Arnold, Juan. Holly. The f- yes. What is welcome back? Cotter, what is the mm-hmm. sweat hogs? Thank you. First I know that. <laughs> well, you didn't say. I didn't because I couldn't think of the Sam TV show. <laughs> but I could there. see the high waisted <laughs> pants and the moose knuckles. Oh, yes. oh, and the corduroy. And the corduroy. Yes. And the big lapel, the satiny, shiny yeah. shirts. Yes. It's the cotton. Dear. Mm-hmm. Epstein's mother. Yes. yes. <laughs> she signed the letters. Juan Epstein. Yes. All right, here we go. This is an easy one. Alex Haley wrote this groundbreaking. Roots. What is Roots? Yes. What is roots? Ah, yes. Yes. 1977 was that. All right. One, one apiece as we continue with Pop Culture Jeopardy. Here's your question Cheryl Ladd, Shelly Hack, 
And Tanya Roberts. Oh, they're all replacements on Charlie's Angels. Oh, look at that. I was going to say, are they all Bond replacements girls? Replacements on Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. They are. Oh. They stars. Two Carol Ladd replaced Farrah Fawcett. Yes. And I don't know who the other two replaced. Shelly Hack and Tanya Roberts. But well, Shelly Hack, I think, ended up replacing, um, the, who was the smart one? Kate, Kate Jackson? Maybe. Okay. All right, here's your next one. Mm-hmm. It's a, I will describe the movie to you, and you okay. tell me the movie. Sonny and Sal enter a Brooklyn bank hoping to rob it. Dog Day Afternoon. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> That's a great movie. Oh, it's so good. That And I think that movie holds. Oh, it does. It for does. Sure. Yes. I watched it a couple of years ago. And he just wanted to get money for the operation. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm. So let's see. It is three for Lori, one for Holly. Whoa, I'm shocked. You're smoking me, Lori. All right, this is an easy one. Another easy one. A huge ocean liner traveling on New Year's Eve. What is is a Poseidon adventure? Oh, that was such a great cheesy movie. That was so cheesy great. star cast. Yes. The one scene, the the shot. I know what you're going to say. Of the person falling into the stained oh, glass yes, yes, where yeah. you watch yes. the person drop away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And let's not forget Shelly Winters swimming underwater. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Done. All> right. <laughs> Three for Lori, two for Holly. Here we go. Mm-hmm. My love. The first two words. My this Lionel Rich, Lionel Rich and Lionel Rich and I need the title. My endless love. love. Yes, endless yes. love. Endless Jeez. love from the movie of the same name, starring a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Do you remember who, who? starred in Endless Love? Was it uh, Brooke Shields? Brooke Shields. Yeah, Brooke and then Shields. the blonde, the blonde boy. I don't remember. Did his it name. sand dunes have to do with anything with this movie? I don't, I don't know remember. why I'm thinking sand dunes. I don't, I don't know. Tom Cruise had a bit part in Endless Love. Oh, uh, I did oh, not know that. Yeah, yes, he did. All right, it's tied at three. Here we oh, go. Oh, man. If Lori doesn't get this, she has to leave the show. Okay, fine. I'm ready to be done for the day anyway. I'm having people come Music over. lyrics. Okay. I saw him dancing there. I, yeah. Our lyrics from this, Joan Jett hit. Oh, I love rock and roll. Yes. There it is. I saw him dancing there. Yes. By the yes. record machine. Yep. Knew he couldn't have been but 17. That's the one. Very good. Lori wins Lori. four to three. You did it. Woo. Donnie skewed that to me. I think he did all 70s ones. <laughs> and they were all, well, there were all, there were a couple of 80s in there, but I forgot Holly was going to be here. But she didn't. Holly got a bunch of them. Yeah. Hey, she knows her 70s. We stuff. forgot to. I got to remind people of this tonight because tonight are the CMT Awards. Oh, yes. Lots of good performances tonight. And Brandy Carlisle and Tanya Tucker are going to do Delta Don. Oh, dang. That is going to be worth the price of admission. Is it? That performance. Oh, my God. Donnie, you got to I'm just wondering what uh, Tanya looks like these days. Have we seen her? Well, I don't know. I mean, she's 59 years old, so she probably just looks like a 59-year-old lady. Whether or not she's done anything, I don't know, but uh, I'm excited about that. I mean, of course, you know, there's all kinds of people performing, but they are going to do their own spin on Delta Don, Brandy, and Tanya. And I'm, I just, I'm so glad that this popped up. I would have forgot to DVR it. Tanya has a new album out in August, and yeah. she has pink hair right now. She does, really? yes. In oh. this video that's on her website for the song "The Wheels of Laredo" from where, "While I'm Living." Okay, so we got a DVR. What are the CMTs on? 
CMT. CMT. Oh, duh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that is really... Hello, Blondie. Hello. <laughs> you may have won Jeopardy. Right. But don't let it go to your head That's too right. quickly, Lori. We are going to do a big thing called Honoring the Women of Country with yeah. a surprise ensemble. Oh, it'll be great. Yes. Please let Loretta Lynn be there. And I want Dolly Parton to come out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we can have Shania. Yes. And maybe tomorrow, Donnie, you can get the Brandy Carlisle. And I certainly will let's, look for Let's hear a little of Delta Don, the original Tanya Tucker. Oh, okay. Let's I see just if... remind people of that great. Julie and I used to sing this on the show sometimes on Friday. Dawn, what's that flower you have on? Do you know this song, Could Holly? it be kind your faded rose from days gone by? And did I hear you say he was meeting you here today? Take you to his mansion in the sky. That's from the Glen Campbell TV show. Wasn't she like 14 or 13? Yes, sir. 13 or 14. Listen to how old she sounds. I mean, singing about this song? Uh, Yeah. Anyway, this song, that'll be fun. That'll be worth it, like you said, to tune in just to see Tanya Tucker and uh, Brandi Carlyle do that song. So tonight at 8 o'clock, everybody. All right, we come back. We've got... um, Random thoughts with all three of us, and I have one contribution, and I just absolutely laughed out loud when I saw this random randomness in the Star Tribune today. I had no, I got a feeling you were, yes. Okay. I think I have the same story. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so let's see if Donnie and I pick the same random thing. Okay. The uh, crown jewel of lawn decor, the retired Richfield couple win the the I the replica Iron Throne from Game of Thrones no. out of sixty five thousand entrants. Yeah, I did see that one, but that wasn't the one okay. I was thinking of. So tell us more. So as the HBO series approached its finale, fans were wondering, of course, who's gonna sit in the Iron Throne and um but at the same time there was a contest going on uh, for someone to win an actual replica. I don't know how many replicas they are. This is the $18,000 wow. chair. It weighs 300 pounds, and it's seven feet tall. It's exact a replica of what they had on the show. And Ken and Gail Janes of Richfield, they are retired. They chose, they were chosen randomly. They thought they might win a t-shirt or a copy coffee cup when they entered. And ah. now they have to deal. How much, how much did you say it weighed? 300 pounds. Now they have to deal with this. It was delivered yesterday. And what is, what is so wonderful is that their backyard, because not everyone would consider a gigantic silver gray sword studded chair, the ideal thing that they would want to have. Yeah. Weighing 300 pounds. But in their backyard, they have toy-sized gnomes, trolls, goblins, elves, wizards, fairies, hand-painted by the wife, placed in fantasy arrangement throughout the property. Um, There's a 10-foot tree covered with masts and elves and little painted doors that open to little holes with trolls inside. There's two large dragons glaring down from atop a trunk. 
So what you're telling us is they're not minimalists. No, but they, this is like they're gonna perfect. Have a, so they were the perfect people to get this because it's they have not a fantasy like fantasy backyard already. So just plop in a 350 pound Game of Thrones chair replica. Yeah, and how could any? They've got a fire pit in their back. Uh, Yard, everyone is going to be wanting to come over for selfies in the Iron Throne. I'm actually surprised they went public with their news, but I decided they have a security system, a dog, (laughs) and it's not easy to haul something that weighs 300 pounds and seven feet tall. But everybody will want their photo taken. That's what I mean. (laughs) If I were their neighbor, (laughs) I would want to. But I guess they're always. uh, you know, they're always inviting people to come into their yard and people are, you know, don't you love it? You know where that so tree is on Lake Harriet with the little, the little, uh, where the little hole, the little door. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's one of those on my block, too. Oh, is there? Okay. People so imagine, like to build the fairy doors. So imagine a whole backyard of this. Anyway, it's front page of the Star Tribune Metro section and uh, the guy looks quite tickled. Holly to be sitting <laughs> He's happy. in the Iron Throne. That Worth eighteen thousand dollars. I know it. That's hilarious. Jeez. All right, that's all I got. Well, this is the one, Lori. I thought you would have gravitated okay. towards because I know it's one of your bugaboos. Uh, a new Minnesota law goes effect August first, which will fine slower drivers in the left lane. Yes. <laughs> this August first, my birthday. Uh, this will go into law if you are lingering. In that left lane, you face a possible fine of $50 plus the $75 surcharge. The uh, senator who sponsored the law. But it's like a speeding ticket. It's like, how are they going to bust people? I don't know. The dumb people who want to cruise at 55 in the left lane. Mm-mm. I, I don't out. No, but I'm, I'm just saying that it's kind of like a speeding ticket. It's the reverse of that. Like, yeah, they're. Well, what do you They're want? Not, you're not going to get them that often. No. Well, it's, it's not going to be, people aren't going to get busted very often well, is what I'm saying. They this, may think about it. This All feels right. like a symbolic gesture. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to, to say. To everyone who gets really agitated. And it's dangerous. If you're lingering in that left lane it and you yeah. you need to get over and allow the people to move Isn't that faster? one of the first things we learned in driver's ed? You would think. I mean, you yeah. would also think. Yeah. It yeah. is one of the things you learn in driver's ed. Yeah. Pass and mm-hmm. pull over. Yes. Yes. Be on, be in the right lane. Uh, this uh, mm. uh, lieutenant for the Minnesota State Patrol says uh, it could also mitigate road rage incidents. Well, yes. right, because yeah. people won't get as agitated <laughs> to get out of the way. Yeah. Might also want to teach people how to zipper merge. Yeah. <laughs> that can be next on the agenda. Yeah. Oh, That'll never. Minnesotans are just too. I mean, I, I drive on a road every day. Yeah. Where there is construction happening yeah you c- it could be anywhere in the twin cities because it is road construction season right there is a zipper merge mm-hmm. yet traffic builds up every single day because people panic in line. and then they get then they try to then they stop and then they want to merge in but there's all the empty space in front of you just go up to- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Till the end, that's what you're supposed to do. I know it, I know it. People get mad and think that you're being a jerk, but but that's what you're supposed to do. Or the thing where people... Stop at an it's it's an intersection perhaps with only two stop signs, and then they stop when they don't have a stop oh, it's sign. The, oh, yes, it's yes, the holy yes. dance. Oh. It's the holy dance. You don't have a stop sign. Go. I go. Go, please. I know you're you're trying to be quote unquote polite, but this is not the realm to be polite. This is the realm to be safe. To follow the rules right. of the world. All right. I've had enough of that round. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I am here to tell you about a summer internship that maybe perhaps you know someone uh, in your life that may want to take an opportunity to be a babysitting turtle, turtle intern in the Maldives. All oh, expenses paid. I am ready to go. All expenses oh, paid. It, the Coco Palm is looking for an intern to help in their Turtle Rescue Center in August. It's a two-week program. All expenses paid. You're going to learn from veterinarians, take pictures of the turtles on Instagram, so you're going to have to do a little social media and help watch the animals. Now, you don't get paid. It's an internship, but you get three meals a day. Housing, you get a chance to participate in other resort activities like snorkeling and a day cruise. But, you know, you need to be in the UK to apply. But I wanted to let you know, maybe you have a cousin in the UK who really likes turtles. I I would love to go to the Maldives. That That is. That's my that's my number one, like bucket list thing. It's eight thousand nine hundred and three miles. I just so you know, from Minneapolis to the Maldives. How would you even would you fly into like Amsterdam and then you go to Dubai or Abu Dhabi? It's it's 19 hours. Yeah. And uh, you would uh, connect. Through depending on you know how much money you're wanting to pay for the ticket, but yeah, you probably Am- connect Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Abu Dhabi, and then Abu Dhabi to something the Maldives, like something like that. Uh, and I do want to let you know that Beverly Hills, if you are planning on going to Beverly Hills and you like to smoke, you're going to have to buy your cigarette someplace else because are they Beverly it? Hills is what? outlawing tobacco sales in 2021. So you what? will not be able to buy cigarettes at the gas station, at the drugstore. You will be able to buy them at some hotels and a few cigar lounges that already exist. So they're exempt from the But everybody smokes there. I know. Everybody smokes. All of Hollywood smokes. If you think that they don't smoke, oh, but wait, they do. Yeah, they <laughs> certainly do. By the way, Holly, right now, our ticket to the Maldives will cost us $2,300. Well, and, could be worse. <laughs> and uh, and that's for uh, three stops. Oh. Brutal. So it'll be a lot more if we want to go not, you know, two yeah. stops, yeah. one stop. But anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. One I'm shocked that Beverly Hills is doing that. So am I. Yeah, I really am. Okay, listen, because all, all the stores are closing in Beverly Hills, feels like. I don't know the words. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I like it. I like it. I like it. I like that. Okay, so we uh, 
Uh, I have this question that we we always. I don't know why we always want to pose movie questions to you, Holly, but I always feel like you are knowledgeable. Your movie, your cinephile, is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah. I would call I would it something like that. Something like cinephile that. A good word. Cinephile. Yeah, you don't get to throw that word around very often. So, um, the question is: Is Bond twenty five cursed? And here are here's some of the reasons why. First, there was the director drama. Remember that? Oh, yes. Where Danny Boyle was going to direct James Bond 25. Oops, not anymore. Who is directing this movie? Um, uh, I feel like it's somebody I'll tell you, it's, fairly it's high Gary profile. Fukunaga. Yes, oh, I was like, it's somebody fairly high profile. So then the live launch event they had that was... Uh, whatever. Again. Where they were standing in Jamaica yeah. doing a photo call. As they do, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it was just like a weird timing thing, and then and then Daniel Craig broke his ankle, halting production. This has happened to other movies. I mean, it's happened to it happens to movies all the all time. The time. Uh, Harrison Ford, remember, he got injured on the set, but James Bond is the star of the movie, so of course, there's only so much Bond shooting you can do without Bond. Yeah, only so many car yeah. chases and yeah. explosions and things that you can film without. So really. yesterday, the official Bond Twitter announced that a controlled explosion, I'm putting controlled explosion in quotations, went wrong, blowing apart a section of the soundstage, leaving a crew member seriously injured. The Twitter Ooh. announcement oh. said, tried to make it seem like it was minor, but something huge fell on this person. Ah! Okay, and blowing up your set and injuring people, not good. So this production seems cursed to me. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And as for how it seems to be going, the latest uh, that kind of got lost last week in because the, the story, whatever was happening, there's a report that the script is basically being rewritten on the fly. Yes. As they film with... Fukunaga, the director, Daniel Craig, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge forming a committee to write dialogue last minute. And she <laughs> is the mind behind the show Fleabag on Amazon, which people love. Oh, great show. Great have you show. watched it? Yes. yes. I have not watched it yet, and I want and to. And she's done some other things. We've seen her names on other yeah. uh, other things. But anyway, so they're calling it a well-polished bleep show. So that's encouraging. <laughs> Um, and everyone always points to Iron Man and Mad Max Fury as um, movies that work that were rewritten on the fly. But I think that's more unusual for that to work than it is for it to work. A lot of times I think yeah. movies that get written on the fly, they're not good and they disappear. No, because they disappear and we're not talking about them. And I think this happens a lot more than we ever really Writing talk about. Writing as you go. Writing as you go. It's bringing a, in script doctors. That's a sign fix. that things are not going well. Usually, It doesn't usually work out well, right? Right. And the fact that you know you can name two examples of maybe where that did work, but then the countless others where, oof, oof. Not work happening out. on the set of Ad Astra with Brad. Well, maybe I mean because Bond could be because yeah. Bond twenty five has been delayed once already. Uh, we've got injuries. We've got I mean rewriting on the fly isn't even in the top three. The director drama. Yeah. Maybe they should just have a break and exorcism and just hire Idris Elba. Yeah, be done with it and start Sa- all over. Sage and Palo Santo the set. <laughs> Bring on Idris <laughs> Elba. We know he can wear a suit. We know that he can do some action scenes. Yes. Bring the man on already. Also, though, interestingly enough, that 
James Bond, the producers behind the movie, are putting out these press releases saying that all this bad stuff is happening on the set. And so they're taking advantage of the bad things that are happening so that we talk about James Bond 25. Otherwise, to me, it seems like it's more of a warning sign. It'll be like this is all the more reason why people will not probably want to go see this movie because I don't know. Did any of the three of us see Spectre? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, and how did that treat you? I'd rather not discuss it. <laughs> and we had tons and tons of story. Julia had James yeah. Bond fatigue like for three years. Yeah, she did. There were tons of stories about that. And I think that they but were this, doing the same thing there. This is how James Bond and their producers operate is that they always keep James Bond in the conversation one way or another, planting these stories. We were talking about it before this movie was announced because it, we were concerned whether or not, well, concerned in yeah. these terms, whether or not Daniel Craig was going to be back as James Bond. And, All right, here's a novel idea. Why can't we just have Harry Styles be James Bond? Or if not Harry Styles, Charlie Hunnam. And Harry Styles can be one of like the uh, the gadget high tech he can be geeks. q q, q. Yeah, yes q, the q character what about that as long yeah. as he gets to wear a velvet gucci suit <laughs> while operating the gadgetries <laughs> yeah, yes, right, thank you. i know okay okay oh my gosh anyway it seems like it's cursed to me uh speaking of movies uh Octa- octavia spencer who just seems to be uh, in everything and last week she debuted you know she's the maniacal torturous in last weekend's ma which got like 18 million at the box office scary movie and uh now uh in this new movie called loose which i guess it debuted at sundance naomi watts is in it and this trailer oh, said, you don't want to mess with octavia spencer no, this don't. summer on the big screen no, because not. it's a psychological thriller and octavia spencer plays a high school teacher ms wilson who makes a a disturbing discovery inside the locker of this all-star athlete named Luce, who was adopted 10 years prior from a war-torn country by this couple, uh, Naomi Watts and then Tim Roth, actor Tim Roth. So anyway, that's, I'm not sure when that's coming out, but uh, that based on that trailer, I'd like, to see that movie. It, does it look intense? It looks intense. It looks really good, which was the exact opposite of the other movie trailer we posted, which was Brad Pitt's Ad Astra, the space movie that is produced and starring Brad Pitt. Tommy Lee Jones plays his father in like flashback scenes. Donald Sutherland is in it. Um, Ruth Nega is somewhere in this movie. And, um, but I mean, Liv Tyler is playing Brad Pitt's wife or girlfriend. And that's what made me think of Armageddon. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Because Liv Tyler played Ben Affleck's <sighs> girlfriend and yeah. Bruce Willis's daughter in Armageddon. Uh-huh. I will let us hope that it is not a Michael Bay inspired cinema Disaster. Did you get a chance to watch it? The uh, trailer? I didn't watch it all the way through. But like I said earlier in the show... Uh, there are some rumors going around that 
this movie is not good. And it was even questioned whether or not it would be released. But I think that they probably, whatever deal they have with distributing this movie, it's like, okay, well, we'll just put it over here in September, just a little bit after summer, but just before award season. So Mm. people aren't really going to be paying attention to it it that much. It'll get lost. Like they won't debut at Venice or Toronto or anything like that. No, not at all. The guy who directed, um, the Immigrant and Lost City of Z, James Gray, he directed this ad, Astra. It's just, the title is so bad, too. It is. It's what it, 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 You don't Astra? know what it's it, about. Is it an no. ad for something called Astra? Yeah, it's just understand. weird. It's really, yeah. it's really weird. It's just in an awkward spot. And um, Well, like you said earlier, Lori, they, it's concerning because I'm sure Brad Pitt doesn't want this movie to get in the way of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the big movie of the summer that Brad Pitt's starring in. Yeah. And all the focus is on that. This yeah. is just being, you know, uh, dumped. Brad Pitt plays an astronaut whose father, Tommy Lee Jones, who we haven't seen in a movie for a long time, also plays an astronaut who died on a mission. But wait, maybe he didn't die. He was doing dangerous experiments. Experiments in space, and now maybe those experiments are endangering the whole Earth. Oh, no. Only Brad Pitt can solve them. It's oh, Armageddon. Oh my! It, it is Armageddon. Oh yeah. yeah. And, I, and then I had to laugh. I mean, his people are really being silly. They gave a thing to Us Weekly about how well things are going between Brad and Angelina. But I did not know that Us Weekly was selling ad space in their gossip stories. Because here's the quote from Us Weekly source, which is it's, it's Brad Pitt's team. Brad is enjoying spending more time with the kids and things have been improving with the four younger kids, Brad and Angie have been co-parenting, utilizing our family wizard, which has probably been one of the most beneficial tools for their family in terms of keeping things moving forward. And then they actually, on the Entertainment Tonight story and Us Weekly, had a link and had two this our family wizard i mean have you ever yeah. what that, the, that is fresh uh, that by the way I our family wizard I'm looking at it now it let's says, get signed up it's uh, the best co-parenting app for staying focused on the kids not conflict oh my goodness yeah. they're not even trying to hide it anymore uh, thanks for the spawn con our family wizard i mean can you believe that it's also the best child custody app. Yeah. So, yeah. That they la- is <laughs> wanted it- to piggyback on that yeah, story, yeah. Brad. I Angelina. find it so strange <laughs> that they name dropped that into it of out of everything. Is this I mean, did he get paid to mention it? Oh, or he's, is he's that- getting a cut. No, is us weekly getting paid? It just to me. I think that this was a completely bogus story. Okay, and our family wizard. Okay, ma- that's the Hollywood speak All that right. they paid to have the story be in, in us, us weekly. weekly because that just is. That's just brazen. It is brazen. And did they even did, the, was it? It's spawn- a garish name drop. <laughs> that's what it is. Really? Get a one-year subscription for $120. Oh, Donnie, don't help them. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah, I was just like, what are my eyes seeing? Okay, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Why this singer always sleeps with her makeup on. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? 
Oh, man. I feel like I've uh, heard like so many different quotes that Dolly Parton has had to share with the world. Don't you feel like we just get a lot of wise? Takes a lot of money to look this cheap. And, you know, oh, she's, yeah. she's, she's given co- us a lot of good little things. But I've never, I don't recall this, uh, this uh, little confession. She uh, told the New York Times in an interview they had with her that I clean my face in the mornings. You never know if you're going to wreck the bus or there's going to be a fire in the hotel. So I leave my makeup on at night and I clean my face in the morning. Oh, Dolly, that is not good good for your pores. But but goodness knows what kind of injections and other things that she has in her face. Jeez, I wish I'd thought of that in my 20s when I was never taking off my makeup. Oh, but you would have broken... Zid City, if you did not take off your makeup... I... I was a regular fall into bed from the nightclub, you know, wash my face in the morning. Yeah, pretty much. Um, She also revealed she never goes on rides at Dollywood. She said, with all my hair, I got so much to lose, like my wig or my shoes. (laughs) Yeah, you get get a platform in your face. (laughs) I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Outside of the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is... That's our dolly. That's our dolly. Here she is. Joe Jonas uh, had this to say. Ellen DeGeneres uh, had Taylor Swift on her show a couple weeks ago. And Ellen asked her if, um, you know, um, she does this 25 seconds, sort of a little game. Yeah. Anyway, she asked if she felt bad about putting Joe Jonas on blast about letting the world know that he dumped her by text. And she said, yeah, I, I that was too much. That was too much. I was 18. We laugh about it now, but that was that was some mouthy teenage stuff there. So Joe Jonas, of course, he and the Joe Bros are promoting their um, documentary. And yeah. their new album coming out. Yeah. And their and upcoming the tour. tour. Right. And what else do they got to promote? <laughs> I don't know. What's the early word on their documentary? Who cares? I well, yeah. my personal opinion, it would you're be, not going to watch. I'm it. not going to watch it. Yeah. But if you're invested in yeah. their story, well, here's what Joe Jonas had to say. He said, "It did feel nice. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's really great. It's Joe. something that I was probably feeling pretty bad about when I was younger. But at the end of the day, I've moved on. It feels nice. We're all friends. It's all good. We were so young, because forever and always, that song is about Joe Jonas." Oh, the Taylor Swift song. Song, yeah, forever and always. So, um, anyway, because um, she said, when I look at that person, I'm not even going to remember the boy who broke with me over the phone in 25 seconds when I was 18, but I had to remember it in a song. Oh, oh. I bet Young it feels love. nice to have a song written about you. That's what I'd say, well, Joe I mean, Jonas. Yeah, if Taylor Swift is writing a song about you, that's about the peak of your career at this point. Yeah. Unless there it's not go. a nice song about you. Well, yeah, but, but who even cares? Still, that's who a cares? good sign. No, all right. Mm-hmm. Any publicity is good publicity, especially the Jonas know that uh, that quote because they're everywhere. They're, We're getting a little Jonas fatigued. That's well, right. You mentioned the concert tour, the documentary, and let's not forget the memoir in November. Oh, dang. I forgot about <laughs> that's right. that. Yes. That's right. Uh, Shia LaBeouf and FKA Twigs 
might be on a break. Oh, dear. They've 100% broken up. They're <laughs> done. They've been broken up for a couple months at least. Probably. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's fine. Okay. Angelina Jolie, uh, uh, the you know, the Maleficent and Mistress of Evil uh, star turns 44, I believe, yesterday. She turned 44. Happy yeah. birthday, Angie. And uh, she said of her little, of her mini-me's, all of her children... They're the best friends I've ever had. Nobody in my life has ever stood by me more. Mm, Take that, Brad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ha ha. Slam. Well, I suppose. Also, like maybe they're, that's a quote that I would expect to hear from a parent of an adult child. And maybe you've built that kind of relationship, but her children they're, are all still But they're young. always all together, you know, yeah. and they have such a different kind of a lifestyle and they're, they that travel, you know. And Well, you can tell that whoever Angie's people are telling her that she needs to get out there because this Maleficent movie is coming out in a couple months and you need to remind people that you exist. So yeah. get out to Target. Go shopping with your kids. kids. She's doing the paparazzi stroll where they go around yeah. Los Angeles. Brad's never seen shopping. with them. No. And Julia uh, said, it, I think it's because, you know, um, Angelina won't let uh, the kids see him. And I said, no, it's because uh, uh, he still has to see the kids with a therapist. Right. I was going to say his visits are supervised or and Angel, he, he like I feel like she leverages that part of her life for her fame in a way yeah. that Brad Pitt never has. I have a very for vintage scandal I wanted to dig in are some of the um, the most scandalous prenups Ooh. and there's kind of a juicy story about a prenup condition that was in the Brad and Angelina. Oh, I Should can't I just wait. Oh, please. Okay. Like, a little tease of vintage scandal at 530. There's so many of them, so I, I'll just tell you what that one uh, is right now because it's like really kind of interesting, and I don't remember ever hearing this um, uh, before I started uh, you know, finding out some things, but supposedly in the Brad and Angelina prenup, that they signed because remember they were together for what ten years before they got married. Yeah, um, they didn't have a weird prenup, but they agreed that if they did divorce, he wouldn't get custody of their six kids. That the actress would retain full custody, and he would have therapeutic visits. Therapeutic visits were in the prenup before yes. they got married. Oh, if the rumors are true, then it's weird. This, uh, you know. Messy custody battle is more explained because that was in the prenup. Because remember, she had, didn't she have two children or did she just have the one child? She had Maddox and Pax. Pax. Those were two. her two before she met yeah. Brad Pitt. That's and fascinating. Isn't that? That, I, there is a mystery behind that prenup stipulation that I yeah, want to know. Why, why I want to know. that in there? Well, and well, that he they would agree both agreed to it. To it that, yeah, too. I know. But well, whose idea was it in the first place? Well, right. Whose idea? It doesn't. The just prenups are like there's there's so many weird things that mm. in famous rich people's prenups they had nothing weird in their prenup except, except supposedly that that was agreed upon that she would have custody and he'd have therapeutic visits. What does that mean, Brad and Angie? I'm going to tell you some other ones that are really weird. All right. Uh, uh, Okay. 
we'll wait for that. Uh, here is just another little thing for you to Hollywood speak. Kate Beckinsale's daughter denies cocaine use after her lunatic mom's dreams. What? Yeah. You guys know about this? <laughs> yeah. Well, so this was a, a text message exchange that was on, was it on Kate Beckinsale's it was Instagram? On, Insta. on, mm-hmm. on her Instagram. I quite frankly couldn't tell. Who was Kate Beckinsale and who was the daughter? That's how much they look like. <laughs> well, no, just the exchange. Oh, like, yeah. Who, who was oh, writing what? Like, yeah. what was going on? Because I would, you know, both so of them maybe she, used yeah. cocaine. She had a I dream about something? Something. I got so <laughs> bored uh, trying. <laughs> I, I I got segued into figuring out who is uh, the the father of Beckinsale, Kate Beckinsale's daughter. I Michael for, Sheen. Michael Sheen. Yeah, right. That they had a, uh, had a long time relationship and... Uh, he went on to be in like a couple of year relationship with Sarah Silverman. Yeah, they That's just right. recently yeah. broke up. And now he's got bleach blonde hair and he's in a weird show called Good Omen. Is that the Neil Gaiman? That's yes. the Neil Gaiman show. It's on, on Amazon. Amazon. Anyone watched it? Has it started yet? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it. No. Haven't watched it. John Hamm is in it. Mm-hmm. That's I right. thought you were the big Neil Gaiman fan, Donnie. No, I know. I never said that. No? No. no that's not really my thing. Really? I could have sworn you said you were a big fan. No, no, no. Chris Evans, ally, slams the idea of a straight pride parade in Boston. Getting a lot of... Math Mouse also also slammed that. Slammed that. Yes. There you go. And... The baby shark reign of terror isn't over. Baby I'll, I'll shark. Oh, I was going to use that story. You go ahead and you tell us that, Donnie, because we don't know why the reign of terror isn't over. 